Predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to week 15. Welcome to the 2022 Fantasy Football Playoffs and welcome to the Primetime Fantasy Podcast where we give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we help you prevail today in week 15, the first round of your fantasy football playoffs and the rest of the 2022 fantasy football season. I'm your host, Nick Giacobbe. Joining me is Nick Cap. Nick, we've already had four games this week. We had a snow game last night that was uh, interesting. And uh, we have a full slate of games today and a really crappy Monday night football game tomorrow night. So how do you feel? We're in the fantasy playoffs now. Nick, your mic's muted, Nick. We don't hear you at all. We heard nothing. Whoops. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Pleasure to see you this morning. Um, in one league, I have Jonathan Taylor. Yep, so do I. So I yeah, 14 person, fall to the top, number one seed. Four teams make the playoffs. I didn't get a bye, and, and Jonathan Taylor, first drive of the game, uh, goes down. Yep. Um, and then on the flip side, you know you know the league where you have the, your bye week, and you're like, you know what? I hope my players like they don't they don't need to have their boom week this week. Like let's save it for next week. Me and you were both have that superstition where it's like mm-hmm. if a guy goes for thirty, they're probably not going for thirty the next week. Mm-hmm. Well, I have Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Donovan Peoples Jones that all played, and I have seventy points um, after. So I'm a little annoyed because I know my guys went off, and it sounds selfish, but I mean we just feel this way. We're, well, we're... let me, let me tell you this: Tyreek Hill didn't go off. He only had eighteen fantasy points. He had an average Tyreek Hill day, so that's good for you. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones at 13, you know, and Jefferson, you well, know, well, they all had touchdowns. We know the thing about touchdowns. You, we... Yeah. Tyreek Hill does not have a ton of touchdowns on the season. Exactly. So I, 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 I waste do kind of, un- yeah, I, I do kind of understand your, uh, your sentiment there. I'm sorry if I sound a little weird at the moment, guys, I have a cough drop um, in my mouth. Um, I've caught something felt a little bit better this morning than yesterday. I caught something. So I got my cough drop. I got my tea and I'm from here. Ready? It's early. I'm ready to answer your fantasy football questions for the next hour, hour and a half. Um, I could go to about 10 o'clock. Um, we'd love to help you out um, whenever you guys join in. I know we've got a couple of viewers here. So if you have any questions now or the rest of the show, please drop your fantasy football questions, and we'd love to help you out. So with that said, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. We do have a live show every single week. Um, it's normally on a uh, Sunday, and today it's on a Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time, but starting um, – Next week, let me upload this video real quick so I can start. Um, I, I wish I could upload it just as a graphic, um, but I can't, unfortunately. It has to be a video, so let me upload this real quick. Next week, we're actually doing Saturday, Christmas Eve special at 9.30 a.m., not 8.30 a.m. So please join us next Saturday, Christmas Eve. Look at that amazing graphic that Nick did. Look at Tua. Tua's got a good old... A good old uh, <laughs> He's got, he's got a little uh, Rudolph Two of the nose. red-nosed quarterback. Devontae Adams is ready for Christmas. Um, so great job uh, by Nick on that graphic. But <laughs> what we decided, guys, that next week there is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games um, on, that, uh, on that Saturday. The Sunday, there's three games. But the Saturday, there's 11 games. We decided we're going to go live on the Saturday since it's basically a football Sunday. Um, Christmas morning, you know, hopefully you're, you know, with loved ones or whatever. So Christmas Eve. 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. I'll be home in New York. 
Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys join us then, 9.30 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. And then on uh, New Year's Eve, a week later, we'll also be doing 9.30 a.m. Um, so uh, on the Saturday. So there you go, guys. I'm going to leave this graphic up while I plug the rest of the notes and I'll get to your uh, fantasy football questions. But again, uh, please don't forget this. Put it in your calendars. We'd love to see you guys next Saturday, Christmas Eve. Um, if you want to keep listening to the show throughout the week, we do four shows a week on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can find those links on all audio streaming platforms, uh, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or Anchor. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We'd appreciate that. If you'd rather watch and listen to the show during the week like you're doing right now, um, go to our YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast. All of our episodes are uploaded there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If anybody in this chat is not subscribed, please subscribe right now. Um, Drop a like on any video that you watch. If you're watching this video on Facebook or YouTube, please drop. Um, and uh, yeah, you saw that one. I was yelling at my dog. Um, and if you watch the show during the week, drop a like on that video as well. Lastly, keep connecting with us on social media: Primetime FF Pod, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and then Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. And again, I'll show this graphic throughout the show. 9:30 a.m. next week, live show Saturday on Christmas Eve. I saw. I see a lot of our weekly viewers in here so you guys see the graphic now this is next week um so we won't be live sunday next week only on saturday okay i see the questions guys thanks for joining um gonna answer them all notorious fan thanks for joining every week who should i flex mike evans or dante foreman nervous evans is going to be a dud for me again to fantasy playoffs uh you know mike evans is uh he is streaky he's up and down and and, and the the Bengals defense is really good against wide receivers They're the third best I know through like week eight they hadn't allowed like a second half touchdown they're tough against perimeter receivers all that stuff I think they might be down a corner another down a defensive end um I'm going to the game today I hope the Bengals win for my roommate's sake but I do think the Bucks are going to win today actually I mean I think Mike Evans has to have a big game and he's too big of a starter bench in your fantasy playoffs to me um I, I played Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs last night in the snow game I'm playing a Monroe against the Jets. Like, I just feel like you, there are some stars you just have to play no matter what, and it's really tough to bench. Unless you have another option, and I just don't like Dante Foreman as that option. I will play Mike Evans. I will also play Evans, but it's decisions like this that will make or break your fantasy championship, like we'll be honest with you. So, like, like there's some times where you're going to have to bench your star for a guy like that. Like, two years ago, the biggest example is, like, Kenyon Drake. He scored 80 points um, in the last two weeks of the season. He easily won people championships. Um, and like, like it's things like this, but I, I'm not so confident Dante Foreman will walk out of the fantasy playoffs as the RB one in that backfield. So if that's the case and Chuba Hubbard takes over because Hubbard has looked like the better back, um, over the last two or three weeks, um, he, it's not going to be pretty for him. So I, I'd rather trust Mike Evans, know that it's a guy that's going to see the, the field every single snap over Dante mm -hmm. Foreman, who. Um, he's not really touchdown or bust, but going up against Pittsburgh, it's it's not an easier matchup. I think I'd rather just roll out Evans and what's more likely to be a maybe not a shootout, but a higher scoring game. Yeah, I, I'm with Nick on this one. It's not like if you had a, a good option, like somebody tweeted the the account this week and they said, should I play DeAndre Hopkins or I think it was like Mike Williams? And I said, well, play Mike Williams. He's a really good matchup. He's a good option. I just don't see Dante Foreman as a good option for Mike Evans. So not only do I like not benching him, but I also don't, you know, don't like the other option. Um, yeah. My best example when it comes to benching stars is a few years ago, I had the best team in me and Nick's fantasy league. It was an awesome, awesome fantasy team. I had Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, um, Tyree Kill. Awesome, awesome team. I won the points by a mile. Well, in my divisional round, I had Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf going up against the Rams. And a few weeks prior, they did not score a lot of points against the Rams. Um, I could have played Justin Herbert instead of Russell Wilson, and I should have, and I didn't. Um, 
So if you have another option, you play the other option, but this is not the other option that I'd be looking for. So again, uh, I play Mike Evans. From me and Ben's playlist, Matt Collins, Chris Moore, or Cole Komet at Flex Full PPR? I would go with Chris Moore. Um, his stats have been like kind of crazy uh, last week, and they are going to be playing from behind the entirety of the game. I'm trying to pull him up because I own him in a league. Okay, the Chiefs also allow the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Uh, I forget who they faced last week, but they let up a good chunk of points, whoever they faced last week. Um, I forget which team it was off the top of my head, but the Bengals players scored a bunch of points against them a few weeks ago. Chiefs do let up a good amount of wide receivers, so um, I, I would definitely play uh, I would play Chris Moore out of these two. I don't want to play a tight end at flex, um, and Matt Collins is, could be the fourth receiving option over there behind uh, Waller and Renfro, who are returning, and Devontae Adams. Yeah, Chris Moore last week against Dallas with Trayvon Diggs on him for, um, I think it was a little over 50% of his routes run. Um, 11 targets, 10 catches, 124 yards, did not find the end zone against Kansas City. Kansas City is going to go up 30 nothing very early, and they're going to be passing the ball like crazy just to get back in it. So mm-hmm. I, I would expect another double-digit target game. It was Denver him. last week that faced Kansas City. Judy had a monster game. Yeah. From Fernando Luis, what's up? What's up with you, my friend? Joe Burrow or Dak Prescott? Oof. I, 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 I think you got to play Burrow, honestly. I'm playing him in my um in my dynasty league. The reports are saying that both T. Higgins and um Tyler Boyd are gonna play. Burrow right now is the quarterback four on the season. Um, I mean, he had 16 fantasy points last week against a tough Cleveland defense and without all of his receivers. But aside from that, he's had one, two, three, four straight weeks with 18 plus fantasy points in ESPN standard leagues. Um these lowest point total of the seasons are both against Cleveland at 13 and 16. They play him tough. And then against Dallas, who also plays him tough. Um, the, the Bucks defense is formidable, but they've also, you know, allowed a lot of points to certain quarterbacks and, and stuff like that. So I, I just feel like you got to play Burrow. You got to play the guy who's gotten you there. I don't think Dak's mat- matchup is, you know, that much better. I know he has the Jaguars, but I feel like they could run it down the Jaguars throat. So um, I, I would play Burrow. I think you just have to run with him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Last year, I said bench Barrow, and it, it probably cost somebody a fantasy playoff. So we'll ride him this yeah, year. He had a big game against somebody, I think. He had three big games after yeah. having – he had like four out of five games under 10 fantasy points, and yeah. then he then he finished the fantasy playoff yeah. the three-week stretch as the QB1. I, I don't have the matchups up here, but in my dynasty league, I had Russell Wilson and Joe Burrow. Obviously, I've started Burrow the entirety of this year, but last year, I think I played Burrow the entirety of the playoffs, and one of the reasons why I probably won um, two of those matchups by less than a point. So I don't have the matchups up here. I wish I could pull them up, but anyway. I got it. It's um, so Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo. This year? You mean, oh, no. I, I meant like last year, which I see. I oh, saw what Burrow year. did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to plug this real quick since we have some new viewers in here? Uh, Saturday, next Saturday, Christmas Eve, 9.30 a.m. will be our live show, not Sunday. So make sure you join us next Saturday for that, for the second round of the fantasy playoffs. So thank you, guys. All right, next question for Scott Green. Hey, Scott, Washington defense or the Denver defense full PPR? I like both of the matchups. I think I'm leaning towards Denver, though. They've been really tough on all teams this year. Um, obviously, they can't City last week, and they're a juggernaut. But Colt McCoy with a neck injury. Um, I think they're poorly coached over there as well. So I would go with the Denver defense. Um, yeah, I, I could get behind that one. Uh, I don't like the divisional matchup of Washington. Neither do I. I, I think that that would kind of steer me away from that. Yeah, and, and I feel like Diebel's going to fire those guys up after the tie. You know, <laughs> we'll see. All right, from Deshaun, I'm playing you, Nick, in one league, so I don't want to ask anything in that league. Well, yeah, there you go. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but that said, Deshaun, I think I'm playing you in. Um, I'm playing you in Dick's league. Um, 
Deshaun has an awesome, awesome opportunity to knock off um, the best team in the league, which is yours truly. Um, these are my matchups against Deshaun. Amon Ross St. Brown against the New York Jets. Josh Jacobs against the Patriots. Travis Etienne against Dallas. Um, yeah, it, it's the old bus team. The old bus team, team dude. Mm-hmm. The old bus team. So I'm going to win that league by – Did you scoring. have anyone play? I had Stephon Diggs, who scored 10. Deshaun had Justin Oof. Jefferson, who scored 31, and Hawkinson, who scored 8. I'm projected to win by five, but I'm I, I'm I'm set on losing Oof. this one. Um, I'm I win the points by two hundred plus, but shit. I'll be honest, yeah, that's rough. It 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 sucks. It sucks that a matchup like this will, will define an entire fantasy season. But that's the game that you play. It just it sucks. That's yes. the end of it. That's why some leagues will do the highest per- scoring person will get um the most money. In our league, we split it where. The um, I can say the point totals. It doesn't matter. It's a hundred dollar league. Twelve guys. Um, whoever wins the championship gets seven hundred. Whoever has the points gets five hundred. In my dynasty league, it's six hundred, four hundred. Um, championship first, and then in my my friends league, it's it's flipped with the points getting more. So, hey Stanley, thanks for joining. Is ETN worth starting? It depends who you got, man. Um, I was just talking about that league that I have against Deshaun, and I have to play ETN. My backup running back is Jamal Williams against the Jets, and I do have Sexy Rexy in there, but um, I just don't feel comfortable playing him when ETN's been pretty reliable for a good chunk of the season. So I am playing ETN, uh, but it does depend on who your other matchup is. I have ETN in one other league, and here are my backup running backs. I'm playing Pacheco in my flex, so I can't play Pacheco for um, ETN. So here are my other options. Latavius Murray. Um, Antonio Gibson and Pierre Strong. So again, I don't have a, a solid option. Who are the so. wide receivers you could play? Oh, my receivers are, are gross. My, my receivers are gross. My starters are Higgins, Jefferson, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I lost okay. Cooper Cup in this league, and then yeah. on my bench is Cortland Sutton, who's hurt, and Kadarius Tony. So I don't have. Yeah. This is the all injured team on this team. I had my 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 my, my team here. I had Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Damian Pierce, and Cortland Sutton. Can, so, can I make a suggestion? Yeah, what, what do you got? Sexy Rexy. Put him in. I don't know if I could do it. He's they're gonna have to pass the ball so much to get back into that game, man. I, I you gotta ride you should ride the wave with me. I'm probably gonna lose in that league, so maybe I will. All right. Um there's a question from Deshaun. Chris Moore, Garrett Wilson, Nick. I'm gonna let you take that one first. Because Garrett Chris Wilson, uh, he's got a new quarterback over there, and I don't love Chris it. Moore. Garrett Wilson has not had – I think he has one game over 11 fantasy points with Zach Wilson, even though it's a favorable matchup. Um, the, the stat day otherwise, uh, yep. unfortunately. I mean, if it were Mike White, I think it would be the lock of the week. Yeah, I think so too. Um, keep, keep liking he, the He shows. has two games over – two games over seven fantasy points. Granted, yep. they're both 18, but – so Stanley says he is Len- he's ETN starting, I guess, and he has Leonard Fournette on the bench. I guess who would you rather play? Um I think I'd still rather play ETN. I mean the, the Texas yeah. just car the Texas just carved up the Cowboys. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd probably Trevor faced a tough defense a couple weeks ago and I was afraid to play him and he played well. I feel, maybe it was Denver or something. So I think it was Tennessee. It was Tennessee. I I'll, I'll still play ETN. Yeah. I agree. All right, guys, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, please keep liking the show. If you're on Twitter, I think Nick might be monitoring the comments. But if not, you know, you could come into uh, Facebook or uh, YouTube to drop those comments, drop those questions. Uh, keep liking the show. Keep sharing the show. Tell your friends. Tell your league mates. Uh, I want to help everybody out in the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. From Adam, uh, if T. Higgins is active, which I believe he is, do I cross and say a prayer and start him in my flex spot without question? My other options are Latavius Murray, A.J. Dillon, and Elijah Moore. It's PPR. Thank you. So first off, um, Elijah Moore – 
first off, I don't think he's playable. Second off, he'd be playing at one o'clock, so he'd be out of the question. Uh, Latavius Murray's an option. AJ Dillon's an option. Here's how I would rank them if they're all active. T. Higgins by a mile. Latavius Murray, then Elijah Moore, then AJ Dillon. But um, since you have Latavius Murray as your second option anyway, I would put T. Higgins in your slot. If he's not active, you play Latavius Murray. If he is active, you roll with him. Um, I I would agree with you. I think all signs are pointing to him being active. I mean, he played all week. I mean, he practiced all week. Is there any other player like Chris Moore available on your waiver wire? If so, I'd pick them up over and drop AJ Dillon. Um, yeah, AJ Dillon's not rosterable at this point. All right, thank you for the question. We appreciate that. Fernando also got Etn, T Higgins, or Burkhead for flex. No PPR. I'd go T Higgins then Burkhead. Then yeah, I'm, I'm with Nick. Play T Higgins. Um, he should be active. Again, should be active meeting. That's all the reports that we've read. We, we don't yeah, have yeah. sources within the Bengals. Um, we've seen similar situations with like Keenan Allen earlier this year. So again, we're going off at Rappaport and Schefter. From Scott Green, Justin Fields or Jared Goff? Man, is there another quarterback in your waiver wire? Because I hate both of their matchups. Justin Fields is without a receiver. Um, you know, uh, Claypool's out. Darnell Mooney's out for the season. Um, he has Cole Komet and he has his legs, but that, that Eagles defense is pretty ferocious. I don't love playing anybody against them. I think I'd rather play Jared Goff. Um, he's a stat sheet stuffer. So even if they go down in the game, I know the Jets defense is pretty formidable, but I feel like he can still stuff the, the stat sheet a little bit. Um, whereas Justin Fields, like if I'm the Eagles, like I'm putting a spy on him and I'm just letting him throw it to whatever receiver he wants to, because I don't think they're, I don't think he'll be able to. I, I think this is Fields' worst matchup of the year. Um, it's probably Goff's worst matchup of the year as well, but I would rather play Golf knowing that he could be a stat sheet stuffer ra- rather than Fields. I feel like you need that one big player. He's going to be a big time bust. I will roll out Fields. He hasn't had a game under 60 rushing yards since week six. He's got, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven touchdown rushing touchdowns in his last six games. Um, he's been pretty consistent on the ground, and if they are playing from behind, it's going to have to be the Justin Field show. Uh, he hasn't scored less than nineteen fantasy points since week week seven. Like he's been very, very high floor because of that rushing ability. Yep. So even if they are playing from behind and he's getting like, I could see him having three turnovers in this game, but even with three turnovers that rushing upside and how much they're going to have to use him to catch up, I think it's going to outweigh it. So um, I don't think he's going to have a boom game, but I do think the floor is a lot safer than Jared Goff, where I think the jets will dog him um, on offense on defense. I also don't think you could forget the fact that like he has the shoulder injury like that just didn't like disappear. He still has it. So he's I'm probably pretty sure it's his need... non-throwing shoulder though. Yeah, but like it's going to affect his rushing, I would think. Maybe. It's not something I want to deal with. No, that's fair. All right, from Deshaun, Jeff Driscoll or Okonowo at tight end. Um, I think Driscoll's a quarterback, isn't he? Is that's that what I thought when I first read this. Deshaun, is, 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 there, is there a way you could play him at tight end? Can you... Is this like a special league or no, something? He's the quarterback for Houston. I know, but I'm saying like, like, did he? Well, did you mistype or something? Deshaun, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments if, if we can clarify that a little bit. From Stanley, Zonovan Knight or Zay Jones in the flex spot? I, I would play. Uh, I'd play Zay Jones, but Nick, I know you got some notes on Zonovan Knight as to why he's on our all bus team this week. I want you to have to talk about that. Sure. I mean, um, uh, Zonovan Knight has been pretty solid. I think he's averaging 15 or 16 points per game over the three that he's played has had a very safe floor during that time hasn't had much of a ceiling, but um, since, since, uh, since week eight, Detroit has not allowed a single running back to go over nine fantasy points scored. Some of the matchups or some of the running backs that that includes are Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin cook, 
Travis Etienne and David Montgomery. So um, you're talking about a team that was literally ranked the worst rushing defense in the NFL up until week eight and is now ranked inside the top 10 because of how dominant they are. Since week eight, they are the number one team against the running back position. So Zonovan Knight, the sixth, seventh, or undrafted rookie, um, going up against what has been the best team against running back so far. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to fade him for some other options. And Zay Jones, I believe, is at three straight weeks of like over six targets, 50 receiving yep. yards or something. He's had, he's had like two or three really solid weeks. So He's built up the consistency to start trusting him. Yeah, so Deshaun says he's quarterback tight and eligible. He split with Davis Mills last week. So what, what are you thinking here? I mean, ok- Okinawa, uh, he's had back-to-back weeks of 10-plus fantasy points. Uh, last week he did have a touchdown, but last two stat lines, um, four receptions, six 68, 68 yards. Yeah, uh, he had four, four, four receptions, 68 yards, then six targets for 45 yards and a touchdown. I, I, I mean, I don't like riding the uh, too-good-game tight end for – who honestly has been a no name in this league. I'd rather roll out someone with the QB tight end eligibility, because then if you do get some more quarterback snaps from him, like you're going to get a lot of points built up from that. So I guess I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'll I'll play. I think this is a 16 person league. Probably. Yeah. That that's nuts. If it's not, I I apologize. No, it probably is. That's awesome. All right. No questions at the moment, but if you guys have any other questions throughout the entirety of the show, please let us know. If you jump in late, that's okay. Um, we'll be happy to answer them. We'll be live for another half hour or so. We have a lot of notes and injuries to speak about. Again, I'll remind you guys, live stream next Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time for Christmas Eve, uh, I guess, champ- oh, conference championship, whatever you want to call it, second round of the fantasy football playoffs. We want to help you guys out Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time on Christmas Eve. It'll be a lot of fun, so make sure to join us. That It's a 12-man, but it's tough. Yeah, that, that's a tough 12-man right there. I feel it. I mean, I'm in a 14 with yeah. 14, eight. I think it's eight bench or nine bench in the league. It's only one flex that you have to start, but like the waiver wire is absolutely horrendous. And in, in me and Deshaun's league, I think we have, um, maybe we have six benches, not a lot for sure. All right. Um, let's start talking about some of these. Oh, here we go. Here's another, another question. From Fat Golfer. Hey, buddy. Thanks for joining. I've seen you a couple of times. Hey, guys. Should I play Jacoby Myers, who just recovered from concussion, or Deontay Johnson versus Carolina, or Drake Lennon versus New Orleans, or I could pick up Nelson Aguilar off waivers? First off, I would not play Nelson Aguilar. Let's start with that. Um, man, if Jacoby Myers is out there, I feel like you play him. He's been really consistent this season, um, kind of no matter who the quarterback was, but he's, he's been Mac Jones' favorite target out there. Um, but, you know, before the concussion, he had back-to-back weeks with nine. Um, one was against the Jets, and that's a tough defense. One was against Minnesota, not as tough of a defense. It should have been more. Um, but then he has like four straight weeks of over double digits, 24, 10, 11, 21. Um, I think that indie game, they didn't have Mac Jones, if I remember correctly. But anyway, I would play Jacoby Myers, then I'd play Deontay Johnson, and then I'd play Drake London. I don't really want to play Drake London. I agree with the exact order. Okay. From Loazi, hey guys, who would you start between Pacheco, Swift, and Barkley? Oh, but Barkley was on our all bus team. Barkley was on our all bus team, but honestly, I, I I was teetering on that pick. I think you have to play Saquon. He says he's healthy. He's played the uh, entirety of practice the entirety of the week. He had 19 fantasy points last time they faced the Commanders two weeks ago. They're in Sunday Night Football. Um, I think this has to be a pretty big Barkley game, and he's facing me. So you know what? Players go off against me in the playoffs. So play Saquon Barkley. I think he's going to be a boom of the week now. Interesting. Um, Pacheco. I would like to say Pacheco, honestly. 
because I don't like Swift's matchup. I think Swift would be the number three for me. And then it's Barkley versus Pacheco. Um, Barkley, I think, is only averaging like two or three yards per carry on the ground over the last four weeks. So it's been inconsistency and touchdowns kind of giving him the good weeks. Where Pacheco over the last four, even though he does have touchdowns, um, has a has had a floor of ten points, um, and now he's going up in the best uh, matchup he's had all year against running backs. It's very hard to bench Pacheco, and I mean it's even harder to bench Barkley. Um, I mean, if I had, to, if you had to pick, I would probably say play your stars. But I mean, if your gut is telling you Pacheco will outscore him, I would ride the gut on that one. Okay. I appreciate you, Deshaun. Thanks for joining. From Scott Green, I have Watson and St. Brown at Fleck. Should I replace one with Burkhead? So Christian Watson and Amon Ross St. Brown and place one with Burkhead. Nah. I really don't love Amon Ross St. Brown's matchup. I really don't. I think you have to play him. He's been so, so consistent. He's arguably been the, you know, the, uh, like, is he top 10 at this point? He's seven right now. Last, I mean, last one, two, three, last five weeks, 22, 15, 27, 34, 13. In that span, he's averaging 10 targets. He's averaging um, 75 receiving yards, and he has three touchdowns. So, I mean, like, I just think, I don't think you could take that volume out of there, but it's tough. I get it. Like, he could be the guy that busts and you lose your fantasy matchup. And I think it could happen against, you know, like I said, with Deshaun's matchup. I I think it could happen with me today, but I can't not play him. Yeah. Um, from Stanley, any news on Dallas Goddard? We we're going to get to injuries once the questions slow down. And the first note I have here is the Eagles Bears game that Goddard was not activated off the IR. He will not play today. So if he's on your roster and you advance in the playoffs, he's, he's an option next week. But today, uh, he's not an option. I wish he was an option. Yeah. Now I got to play Tyler Conklin. Ugh. Um, do see some new, new questions in here and thank you. So we appreciate you guys again, Saturday, next week, 9 30 AM Eastern time, Christmas Eve show, preparing you for your second round of the fantasy football playoffs. Don't forget that. We appreciate you guys from Cam- Cameron, uh, the Dario. Thank you for joining my friend. Um, Gerald Everett, Cole Comment or Darren Waller. Um, what are you thinking on this one? I would roll Darren Waller. I know he's coming off the injury, but you you, you kind of drafted him to be a star at tight end. The other two guys have, you know, very low floors, not much of a high ceiling, or I think Darren Waller has the highest ceiling of the three. So I would go roll out the star for the playoffs. Who do the Chargers have today? Um, Great question. Don't they have an easy match? Is it Tennessee? Tennessee, yes. Titans give up the fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. Uh, Patriots give up the 11th most. I think I would roll Everett out here. Tennessee gives up a lot of points to receivers and tight ends. I think I'd roll out Everett here. It's a good matchup. All right, from Deshaun, Landry or Kendrick Bourne in a 16-man league? I love your 16-man league questions. It's always, always a crapshoot. Yeah. It's a fun one. It's like it's like the questions we don't get to think about. So you gotta yeah. you really yeah. get us to critically think here. Usually we have the guys in our heads all week from doing the boom bust, the the matchups, the rejections, and paying attention to our leagues. But like these guys, like we don't have to worry about them at all. And now we got to think about them. So thank. I I will play Landry for the sake that the Falcons give up a lot, a lot of points to wide receivers, and I think there's a chance he could score today. I mean, that's exactly yeah. That, that's that's my reasoning behind it. Yep, I agree with that. Cameron, uh, Carmen, I was a Carmen, not Cameron. I'm sorry about that. My eyes are really tired. Uh, Carmen, thoughts on ETN today? Um, I don't love him. 
He's on our all bu bus team, Nick. If you want to go through why he's on our all bus team, you could do that. Sure. Let me pull it up. I need to. I need to. So he's going up against the Cowboys, who are the fourth toughest team against running backs. He has three straight weeks under eight points against tight ends. Did I say running backs in the notes? That might be a me thing. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I got confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm so out of it right now. Cowboys fourth, fourth toughest team against the running back position. The last three games, he scored under eight points. The game script is going to be terrible for um, for pass catching, and he only has three targets since the bye week. So even if they are playing from behind um, and you think he's going to get the passing load, no. he, he In two of those games, he has zero targets. So um, they've pretty much taken him entirely out of one of the biggest elements. So he literally has become um, the epitome of a touchdown or bust running back. Um so uh, going up against Dallas, who's one of the best teams against running backs, that's typically not what you're gonna, who you're going to want to play. Yep, um, I agree with everything that Nick said because we both did those notes together. Joe says, Bummer didn't make the playoffs. Play, playoffs, no no why in there. Um, Joe, you did a spelling mistake this time, not me. It's <laughs> um, just good luck to everybody here. All right, thank you that, for that, Joe. Okay, um, keep asking those questions, guys. We'll be live for another half hour, maybe an hour if you keep jumping in and asking those questions. Make sure you drop a like on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, share the links with your friends. Let them know. Um, we'll keep pounding the desk on this one. Live show Saturday next week, 9.30 a.m. Eastern uh, Christmas Eve special. Going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Looking forward to this Christmas Eve special. Back in New York for that one. Fun. Um, from Mordenheim, half PPR, one in flex. Christian Watson, Rashad White, DJ Chark. Um, first off, I don't want to play DJ Chark in the Jets defense. I'm avoiding that matchup. Um, I mean, Christian Watson against the Rams seems like a slam dunk to me. Yeah, I, I completely buy with that. Yep, let's go Christian Watson. Thank you for the question. Uh, from Deshaun, uh, Michael Gallup or Brian Robinson. I think I'll play Brian Robinson. He's established himself as um, – the running back one over there um, with the commanders. Um, I mean, and he's at hundred rushing yards in two or three games. Let's see. Um, he had nine, 96, 105, 57 and 86 his last four. So he's averaging about 75 rushing yards um, in those four games. He's averaging about 14 fantasy points. Um, I like to see his touchdown numbers go up. He only has one, um, but I think his receiving numbers, you know, he's still averaging like two receptions a game. So I'll play Brian Robinson. I like the volume over there. I like that he's the number one. I'm not super scared of the Jet, uh, the Giants uh, defense. I agree with you. Okay. Carmen, again, Broncos or Pats defense? I like this question because they've both been really solid on the season. Um, I'm not playing the Pats defense today, honestly. I have the Saints defense, the Jets defense, and the Pats defense against um, Deshaun. And I think I'm playing the Saints at the moment against Desmond Ritter. Um so I, I would go with the I would go with the Broncos defense here. I think they're the better matchup against the backup Cardinals quarterback with uh, Colt McCoy. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is going to get fired after the year. I think he's proven he's not a phenomenal NFL coach. Um, so I would play the Broncos defense. I agree with you. I think the only reason to hold the Pets defense is because they're so solid, but like um, they have some tough matchups in the playoffs. Yep. LaShawn said somebody dropped Goddard. He has to pick him up. I agree with that. Yeah, go pick him up, put him on your IR, and then if you advance, not on your IR, but on your bench, um, then play him next week if you can. 100%. Okay. Keep answering those questions, guys. We'll keep answering them. We'll run through some injuries while we're waiting. Um, first game, uh, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. Dallas Goddard is not activated off the IR, so he's out again. Justin Fields with an illness is good to go. Chase Claypool is out. Um, Nick, we have uh, we have somebody on our all-boom team here. Um, why do you think that Miles Sanders is going to be a big play this week? Oh, baby. My, my favorite player in the NFL, Miles freaking Sanders. Um 
The Bears have given up the fourth most points to the running backs. He has two games over 25 within his last three. The game script is going to be phenomenal for him. They're absolutely going to dog wash the uh, the, the Chicago the Bears. Bears. So they're going to be running the ball the entire game um, like they have all year. Um, on top of that, the Bears have allowed 16 touchdowns to running backs, and Sanders over his last three games has five. So they will only use him near the goal line, and he's breaking out for bigger runs. So it, it's the perfect combination of what you want from your star running back, and Miles Sanders has been a star. As I said on the podcast, someone that as someone that's been very against him, I promise, Miles Sanders, I will draft you within the RB dead zone in some league next year. That's a pretty big compliment from Nick. Yes. From Carmen again, Zonovan Knight or Jarek McKinnon? Uh, Nick, you really like McKinnon on the weekend. You didn't like uh, Zonovan Knight. I don't love McKinnon as much anymore. But Oh, really? Uh, At the beginning of the week, you were pretty high on McKinnon. Yeah, but all those volume came in the passing game. I think that they're going to they're gonna cook him. So the only way I think McKinnon puts up numbers is if they bench the starters. Uh, okay. which is very possible, but McKinnon's also a veteran, so I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled him entirely. Okay. But anyways, on the night, one of the, t- the 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 lines have been one of the best defenses against the running back since week eight. They've held uh, f- uh, five stars under nine points, including Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, David Montgomery, Aaron Jones, and Travis Etienne. Um, so Zonovan Knight, a very late drafted rookie, going up against the number one defense against running back since week eight. Doesn't sound like a favorable matchup. On the flip side, you have Jarek McKinnon going up against one of the easiest matchups for the running back position. Um, I would roll out McKinnon very comfortable. Uh, uh, Deshaun, thanks for joining. Thanks for asking questions. Hope to see you next week, whether you win or lose in our matchup. Uh, I, I do appreciate you. Um, it'll, it'll be a fun one. I'll be honest, Deshaun, it sucks. I have three really tough matchups this week. I I wish I could comfortably say I don't think I'm going 0 3, but like my matchups really suck. And 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 that's the that's the frustrating thing about the fantasy playoffs is you know in, in two of these three leagues I have really good teams. I, I have a top four team, um, you know according to points and stuff in my dynasty league. Um, and in Deshaun's league, obviously I I do have the best team in the league. I'll comfortably say that. Um, but it it sucks. It just sucks that when matchups happen in the fantasy playoffs, and I have different guys in both of these leagues too. The matchups, it, it, I think it's gonna be a low scoring week all around for fantasy football. But there's gonna be one or two teams that have the better players of the week. And not, not yeah. complaining about it. It is what it is. It just it just sucks. That's that's the game we play. That's the game we play for the every year. It's the game we look forward to, and the game we that breaks our heart. And that's just how it goes. All right, from Stanley, he says Darius Slayton in the flex spot or ETN or Fournette. Um, I think I kind of like the upside of Darius Slayton. Yeah, I think he scored 15 last time or 13 or 14, somewhere in that range. Um, where Fournette, I don't think he's the RB1 over there. So, yeah, so Darius Slayton, I mean, last time against Washington, he had 15, then the other three, uh, he had a span of one, two, three, four, five, six games over nine fantasy points. I know nine isn't a lot, but like he had 14, 11, 18, 13, nine, and 15. Then he had a stinker against Philly that doesn't bother me as much. So I think I'd place the upside of Slayton in that one. Yep. Yeah, Deshaun, I think it's going to be tough for a lot of managers. Not, I'm not just complaining for me. I think that, you know, the, the snow game, obviously, last night, Um, I know Waddle and Hill had, had pretty solid games, so obviously they weren't affected. But, um, you know, just going into the snow game, knowing that Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Stefan Diggs, uh, you know, Josh Allen, a lot of stars could have been affected by that snow game. And on top of that, then you have a Monroe St. Brown against the Jets. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs against the Patriots. Like a lot of the, a lot of players have really tough matchups. And that's just, I think it's, I think it's gonna be a very low scoring week for a lot of fantasy, uh, managers, not just me. And then it sucks when you have injuries on top of it, like Jonathan Taylor, um, or, or you know, Tyler Lockett finished the game with a good, with, with a good stat line on Thursday, but he got injured as well. So it's like, it's tough. 
from Daniel Keenan. He says, just subscribe and hit that like. First show here. Thank you, Dan. If you have any questions, drop those comments. Um, we appreciate that. Um, thanks for joining. We appreciate you. You know who called, but we've seen you many times on the show. Thank you for joining my friend for the fantasy playoffs. Brian Robinson, uh, Jr., Jarek McKinnon, or uh, Javante Williams. Uh, Javante's out. I don't think you're playing Yeah, I, get, I hate Williams. to break the news to you, but Jam- he, Jam- Jamal, oh, he, he meant Jamal Williams. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I was going to say, he knows his fantasy stuff. He definitely has I was going to say, you've been here for too long, man. He knows his stuff, yeah. <laughs> he meant Jamal. Okay. Um, I still like Brian Robinson. Uh, Jarek McKinnon and Jamal Williams are backup running backs to me, and Jamal Williams is just a vulture. That That's all he is. He needs those touchdowns. Can he get them? Yes, but I don't like the fact that he needs the touchdown. I think Brian Robinson can do everything. I think he's the, the, the focal point of that offense. I would run with Brian Robinson. Um, I would lean Jarek McKinnon instead. This is my mother uh, commenting for my dad. Uh, he says Jamal Charles. So my dad had uh, the best team in his fantasy league probably maybe 10 years ago at this point. And in the whatever round of the playoffs it was, Jamal Charles had his five touchdown game against my dad and he lost. Oh. Um, so that's, uh, that's how it goes. I mean, honestly, it's the way that I've seen it, the best team rarely wins in fantasy football, rarely wins the championship. Um, you're welcome, Stanley. Thank you for joining every week. If you have any questions, we'd appreciate you. I'm sure we'll see you on the Sunday mo- uh, Saturday morning live stream next week or Christmas Eve if we don't see you anymore today. Um, I'll be honest. I, I rarely seen the, the I rarely seen the team that scores the most points in the league win the fantasy football championship. Um, let's look at our league history, Nick. I mean, I keep the history honestly because I like uh, I do like patting myself on the back a little bit. Um, the only team to ever win the points in the championship in a single year is yours truly. Uh, every other year it's been, you know, our buddy, uh, Palmer over there, one points back to back and, uh, he got beaten the first round. Um, you know, I, I, the, the two back to back years, I've won the points the last two years. Um, I was bounced in the second round and the first round respectively. So it's just, uh, my dynasty league last year, I was the sixth seed and I ran the table. I finished <clears throat> third or fourth in points, but I mean, like I wasn't the best team. I rarely see it. I don't know if you see it, but I feel like it's a common trend where, you know, when it's a, when it's a one week match of anything could happen and the best team just rarely wins. It's, it, do the matchups it, and stuff. It's never. It's just like the one seed and the person who scores the most points typically are never the same person. Like, yeah, it, it's it's always so weird. It comes down to the luck of the schedule most of the time. Like, yep. in my league where it's fourteen people, I have the mo- I have the third most points scored, but I'm the number one seed because I just yep. had luckier matchups, right? Like, it's the same exact thing that happens in the playoffs, and it sucks. I because I know I have two one seed teams, and I know for a fact I'm not winning a championship in either. Yeah, that's rough. Yep, I understand that. From Mark Folkman, thanks for joining, my friend. Since Burks is still out, Elijah Moore or Drake London? Finally, AJ Dillon or Rashad White. Let's start with the first one. I like the upside of Drake London a little bit more. I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure if Lattimore's playing, but I th- I think London had a solid game against them. I think it was week one or two. I'm just gonna go back and check the stats here. Yeah, against New Orleans in his rookie game, he had 12 fantasy points, seven targets, five receptions, 74 yards against the Saints. That was with Marshawn Lattimore. Um, I like that he's a wide receiver one over there. I don't know where Elijah Moore even ranks on the depth chart. Um, he has Zach Wilson throwing to him. I know it's a positive matchup, but I, I just don't think I could comfortably play him in the fantasy playoffs. And am I comfortably playing Drake London? No, but at least Drake London has showed to me that he's talented and he has, you know, they trust him over there and that they like that they picked him. And I, I don't know what the locker room's like with Elijah Moore at the moment. Um, if I think it depends on your matchup. If you have to play for ceiling, I think you have to play Elijah Moore because there's so much more upside of him catching, you know, five balls and two touchdowns in his matchup versus Drake London getting two touchdowns. Like, I think I'd rather play Elijah Moore's ceiling than Drake London's floor. Um, 
And both of them have a low floor. It's not like Drake London's going to guarantee you 10 points. Um, Cause I don't think, I think he's done that maybe once since week three or something like that. Um, Elijah Moore has been incredibly bad, but the ceiling is still there in a matchup against the worst team against the receiver position. Yep. You know who called well again? Juju. Wait, you had a second oh, question. Oh, oh shit, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very tired, you, Mark, guys. Bro. It's, it's, been, it's been a long, it's been a long two days, and it's gonna be a long day today. Um, finally, AJ Dillon or Rashad White. Play Rashad White. He's a running back one over there, and I like running back ones. Correct. I'm on board with that. I think the Bucks have to score a lot of points today, too. I really do. I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you the Bucks are a bad team. I can't do it. At home, coming off a bad loss, I, I just can't do it. And there's way too many stars on that team to say. Yeah. You know who called Bull again? Juju, Terry McLaurin, Garrett Wilson, or Christian Watson, pick two. Um, Garrett Wilson with Zach Wilson, I'm just going to take him out of there, which sucks because if it was Mike White, he'd be starting the rest of the season for your fantasy team. Um, Juju looked great last week, and now he has the Texans this week. Um, I think I really want to slot Juju in there. Since between Christian Watson or Terry McLaurin, I mean, what, what do you think? And I'm going to look up Terry's stats real quick against the Giants last time. It was 27.5. We checked it. I remember. He, 20, he 24. Yeah. I, I'll play Terry again. Yep, I'll roll out Terry. Um, I don't love it. Mean, since it's two, I, I would not play Juju. The Texans are like the third or fourth best team against the receiver position. I think it's going to be the absolute slaughtering with Travis Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I, I would play Christian Watson, who, who's been very touch. He hasn't been touchdown reliant, but he's just been he's touchdown a lot of touchdown. Heavy. Yeah. Um, from Daniel, this is his first question on the show. So thanks for joining, my friend. This is kind of how we do things. He's down 76 to 63, so don't worry about that. Too much yet. You have players to play. Needs two running backs. Pacheco, Foreman, Etienne, Bam Knight, or DeAndre Swift. Let's talk about Pacheco first because I think me and Nick are going to agree on this one. Pacheco is on our all-boom team, Daniel, for uh, this week. Texans have given up the most fantasy points to running backs throughout the 2022 fantasy football season. Pacheco's also had four straight weeks, over double-digit fantasy points, and over 65 uh, yards in each of those games. It's going to be a good game script. I think the Chiefs are up a lot of points. I think they give the rookie a lot of work. Um, so I like Pacheco. Who do you like in this matchup besides Pacheco, though? I mean, you don't like Zonovan Knight. We don't like ETN and Swift matchup. So are, are you going with Foreman just for the matchup? Yeah. Um, I think because you're down so much, you're purely going off upside. Travis ETN, we already talked about it, has had terrible passing game work uh, since his bye week. He's only had three catches over the last three weeks. Um, so there's going to be very little upside for him there. Um, Bam, he's been had a solid uh, – solid three games, but he's going up against one of the best teams he's going up against against the run. Very weird to say that about the lions, but um, since week eight, they ranked number one against the running back position. They have held Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, Aaron Jones, um, uh, Travis Etienne, and Dalvin cook all under nine points. So the ceiling is not there for bam either. And then Deandre Swift going up against the jets. He's had a split uh, backfield for most of the season. It seems like it's becoming more and more of his, but the Jets are also a top 10 team against the running back position as well. Um, and then you get Deontay Foreman, who's been very streaky the last five or six weeks, but his ceilings have been like 30-point bombs. Isaiah Pacheco um, can go for a 30-point bomb. So I I'm very comfortable saying, you know, you need ceiling. Like if one of them hits the floor, it sucks. You probably lose, but because you're down so much, you're going to need those high volume, yep. that, that high touchdown upside. And those, yep. there. I agree with you on that. Um, we have some new viewers in, so I do want to plug this. Um, we do the show normally it's on Sundays, but next week, 
Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Christmas Eve to get you ready for the second round of the Fantasy Football Playoffs. It's on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. YouTube and Facebook is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Make sure to drop likes on those and subscribe on the YouTube. Twitter is Primetime FF Pod. So make sure you join us for the live show next Saturday on Christmas Eve. You want to keep answering your fantasy football questions, and we'll keep doing that the rest of this show. So for Carmen says, should I stick with ETN or start Foreman? I think me and Nick are both saying start Foreman. Yeah. I think ETN is a safer floor, and Foreman has more of a boom bust. So it's up to you, Carmen. Um, if you need the boom bust, go with Foreman. But if you want a safer floor, I think ETN's probably still going to get 10 fantasy points. I agree. From Notorious Fan, could Herbert have the same performance as Kirk Cousins did? I had Kirk on bench yesterday and wasn't expecting those stats. Man, Kirk Cousins is an elite fantasy football quarterback. He's a stat sheet stuffer. He's never out of your fantasy game. He, he didn't stuff, stuff the, stat, the sheet. stat sheet. He won the game. It wasn't no, no, no. He did stuff the stat sheet. Look at his stats. That's how he got fantasy points. He stuffed the stat sheet. But he won the game. So it wasn't just stuffing stats. It was winning games. You're right. I mean, you're right. You are right. <laughs> I, I should give him a little Greatest bit of credit. comeback in the history of football right there. Well, Down 33. Well, biggest comeback yeah. in the history of football. Um, the greatest, I mean, four, we all know the greatest. Back-to-back weeks, over 400 yards, four touchdowns. Thinking back-to-back weeks, like. Man, uh, congratulations if you played Kirk Cousins. Um, so to answer you your question, why I'm annoyed? Sure. I thought I set my lineup in one league. Yep. And I didn't. And you know, Nick, oh I'm very diligent with my lineup. I make the quickest updates. I see someone's injured, I swap it immediately. Right. I go to check my league because I'm like, wow, they came back. Let me go see how many points Kirk Cousins put up. I see injured Mike White still starting for me. Uh-oh. I could have swore I put Kirk Cousins who was oh, on boy. my bench. In for him. That is ridiculous. It happens to all of us. That's rough. It is um, the worst. So, Notorious Fan, to answer your question, Herbert has a great matchup. Um, the Titans give up the most fantasy points to, to wide receivers. They give up the um, fourth most fantasy points to tight ends. They're tougher on running backs, but running backs that uh, p- catch the ball like Samaji Piran a couple weeks ago, they still give up a lot of fantasy points to them as well. The linebackers are slow during, in pass covers. The secondary is atrocious. They also give up the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So, you know what? You made the right decision starting Herbert, even if you know what, what Cousins did already, like if you go back in a time machine, you're going to start Herbert 100 out of 100 times. You can't knock yourself for that. It, it was good performance at Kirk Cousins. You can't knock yourself for starting the player with a slam dunk matchup. So to answer your question, could Herbert have a performance like Cousins did? I think he can. Would I bet on it? No, because Cousins had I mean, 450 and four touchdowns. I think Herbert gets you 350 and three touchdowns. I think he still has a really good performance today. I agree. Mark says, gracias, guys. Always fun to tune in. Always fun to have you here. Next live show will be next Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Remember, Saturday show for Christmas Eve. Kevin Valentine, um, Tom Brady or uh, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers? I have Aaron Jones and Green Bay defense already in the lineup. Happy I benched Bills D and dropped the bass for Elliott. Let's get this W. I hope you get this W. hope we all get Ws today. Um, I think the Packers can still make the playoffs. What's I rank? think, I think they could still make the playoffs in the NFC. They probably. I mean, five wins. I, I I feel like neither of these defenses are like great against quarterbacks. I mean, I, actually, the Rams. I mean, the Rams are okay against quarterbacks. I know the Bengals are tougher. The Bengals are tougher against quarterbacks. I think I'll, I I don't want to play three Packers, but I think Rodgers may have a little bit of a better matchup. Um, I'll say this: if Tristan Wirfs is playing, play Brady. If Tristan Wirfs is not playing, I'd play Rodgers. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the offensive line a little bit. I'm going to tell you in two seconds, there's something I always do when I have a tough decision sure. between who to start at quarterback. I sure. check the over-under for the game. I sure. see what Vegas is saying. So Vegas is saying that the Bengals box game has an over-under of 45 and a half. Yep. That has to be the higher scoring game, I think. 
The Packers Rams has the over under of 39 and a half, which makes that a pretty easy decision for me. Go with Tampa Bay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Okay. Notorious fan, Juju or Chris Moore, thinking more, but I'm starting Chiefs D. So here's the thing. If you are, um, I, I think the Chiefs D still is a good game, but if you are thinking more, play more. We give you all the stats, all the advice in the world, but honestly, you got to make your own decisions because you, you could make a better decision than we can. Um, once, the, once that ball gets kicked up in the air and Scott Hanson says seven hours of commercial free football, nothing we said on the show matters. I'm not telling you not to tune in. I'm not telling you not to listen to us. What I'm telling you is, the third best receiver on the on the Texans could have a 50-point fantasy game today, and we, we won't predict it. Um, that's the reality of it. That's fantasy football. If you are confident in Chris Moore, play Chris Moore. I think I would play Juju because I'm scared to play a Texan, um, but he does have a good matchup, and if you're confident in him, play Chris Moore. Yeah, I mean, bo- both had ma- have massive workload. Like last week, um, last week Juju had 11 targets. I think Chris Moore, Chris Moore had the same. Uh both went for around 100 yards. I think and I, I'm going to cut you off real quick, but uh, Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins are both not expected to play. I haven't gotten to go through injuries yet because of all these questions. We appreciate that. We love that you're asking questions, but um, Nico Collins and Cooks are both slated to not play. So he'll be the yep. wide receiver one and gobble up targets. Absolutely. Um, the Chiefs also rank as one of the bottom 10, maybe bottom five teams against wide receiver. Um, the Texans are a top five team against the wide receiver position. I know Derek Stingley is out. That was new news that came out earlier this week. So, that will definitely affect some workload, but I think Chris Moore is guaranteed um, a lot more targets, and I could see Juju being pulled off by like the third quarter because they're up by so much. I think there's seven. Yeah, but I, I kind of thought that last week, and Denver came back. I'm not saying the Texans are going to come back, but fair enough. From Kevin Valentine, T Higgins better not suit up and stand on the sideline today. 4 p.m. wide receiver pivots are brutal. Yeah, I, listen, Kevin, I'm with you on that. I, I have T Higgins in a league, um, and last week. It, that league didn't matter. My playoff spot was set, but I am playing T Higgins this week in that league, and uh, I have a lot of injuries in that one, so I do hope he suits up and actually steps on the field and actually plays the entirety of the game. Kevin also says, remember to smash that like button and subscribe, fellas. Thank you for that, Kevin. Damn straight, uh, we appreciate Kevin. that. Uh, take a minute, guys. Like on Facebook. Like on YouTube. Subscribe on Facebook. Um, we have link trees all over the place on our social media. You could like us, follow us, all that other good stuff, um, and a good time to plug our uh, live show for next week, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Christmas Eve uh, to get you ready for those games on Saturday. There's like 11 games on Saturday or something. Most of the games are on Saturday. That's why we are doing Saturday. We want to provide you with the best information possible. We'll be doing that for Christmas Eve. I have a I have a little breaking news. The Jets Uh-oh. are guaranteed to win this week. Uh oh, guaranteed. Uh, no, the the lion. Uh, over 70 percent of the public has bet Lions money line, which means the Jets are coming away with a win. I thought the Seahawks are guaranteed to beat the Panthers last week um, because uh, their 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 dog I forget the name of the dog had died. It was like the team dog that passed oh, away. They brought the collar out on kickoff and they still lost. A shame. It's embarrassing. All right, from Turbo, do you guys think my Raiders have a shot at the Patriots today? I do think you do. Um, depends on how Derek Carr plays. The, the 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 Raiders are the better team. That's the fact. And they're fighting for a playoff. I know the Pats are fighting for a playoff. So I do. The Raiders have a better team. team. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No, they have Patriots. more. They have star power. They don't have zero depth. The, the their Patriots offense is, have their offense is much better. The, the Patriots have one of the top five most well-rounded defenses in football. Their defense is solid, but their offense isn't. I don't know. Mac Jones has been playing a lot better recently. I'm not believing in him. Nope. I don't believe in him, but I'm just saying. Um, 
Mac Jones over the last four weeks is averaging around 275 uh, passing yards a game. Like that Raiders defense is not going to stop him from airing it out. Interesting. All right. Um, Stanley also says, remember some playoffs are one of two before second round. So I think he means like, I guess a, a four or four week playoff, which is possible. We'll still be live. Uh, you know, the last week, week 18, if you guys are playing in four week playoff leagues, which is brutal, but we'll still, we'll still go live that week. Don't worry about yeah, that. Um, and then uh, I I don't know we, we haven't talked about it yet, but I would like to do something for the playoffs. I do a best ball for the playoffs with players. Yeah, we, we'll figure fun. we'll figure that out. Yeah, um, from Nick M. I need help, boys. Please pick two: Olave, Jerry, Judy, Zay Jones, Christian Watson. Thanks in advance. So, uh, Chris Olave is on our all boom team, and he's on my he's on my uh, dynasty team, and I need him to have a boom week. Uh, Falcons have given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. They've within, been in, within the top five the entire season. They haven't gotten better. They just you know. Certain receivers haven't boomed against them, but they are terrible against wide receivers. Since week one for Chris Olave, no games have gone under five targets. He only has one game under double-digit fantasy points. I don't think many receivers have done that. Like, Stephon Diggs hasn't even done that. Um, he's also coming off the bye. The Saints are healthy. They had two weeks to rework this game plan. Um, I think they still have a shot of winning the NFC South, which is nuts. Um, so I would play Olave. Uh, Nick, who's another one that you like? Uh, I love Chris. Oh, this is tough. I mean, I'd be, I would take out Jer- Zay Jones, not because I don't trust him, but because Jerry Judy's been so dominant, and uh, um, Christian Watson has had such a high touchdown floor. I think he has the most um, end zone, not red zone, targets in the league. Um, over the last like seven or eight. Um, let me. I want to pull up some stats because I know. Uh, Jerry sure. Judy. We got time. Yeah. Um, Christian Watson. Over his last four games, and they're coming off a bye, 38, 22, 27, 26. Um, Jerry Judy's last game was the three touchdowns. Um, and I know he's been a little injured, and he is the wide receiver one, just like uh, the man I just named. But uh, the week before 10, then he got hurt. So very hard to gauge. I think I would go with Christian Watson um, slightly, um, just because you've seen consistent high level play for fantasy at least where Jerry Judy, like he's been solid all year, but that Broncos offense is, this is the first good game that they had. So maybe they're getting it together now, maybe, but like, I, I don't know, man, that was, I, I think I have to go with Jerry Judy at the last week's performance on his first full game, you know, really being healthy. Um, And before he'd gotten injured, he back-to-back games with a uh, 16 and 18 fantasy points respectively. So I think I have to go with Jerry Judy at the chase, uh, what I've been seeing from the points. All right, we have some jarring in the chat here from the Pats and Raiders fans. Uh, Nick M and Turbo, it's funny. I love it, guys. I love. I didn't it. even read it. Stanley says, "Play Eagles D." Yeah, play the Eagles D defense today if you have them. Yeah. Uh, from Kevin, to pivot off your team total, Packers have a higher team total. Uh, Packers have a higher team total than Packers. Uh, Packers equal twenty three twenty five versus Tampa Bay twenty seventy five plus no Aaron Donald. This decision of Brady versus Rogers is driving him crazy. I'm sure it'll drive you crazy up until both of the games are done. Yeah. If Brees all stayed healthy, Jets legit a stud QB away from Super Bowl contender? Probably, yeah. Even without Brees, the running game has been very consistent all season. They've rotated four running backs in that room after Brees Hall, and all four of them have still been productive. Brees is just a phenomenal playmaker on top of that. So, yeah, I agree. I think the Jets are a quarterback away. Stanley, we don't do fantasy basketball or hockey. I've done basketball a couple times, but uh, it's it's just too not much, much, man. Fun. 
too much. It's 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 a lot every day. Nick says they appreciate us. Turbo says we appreciate us. We appreciate you guys. Again, Saturday next week, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, live show. Going to be a lot of fun for Christmas Eve. Hopefully you join us for that one on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Um, you guys are still firing off some questions, so we'll keep answering them. We're going to go through some injuries before we get out of here. Um, I'm going to go to about, you know, we get to do about 10 o'clock, depending on if the questions are rolling in. So if you still have questions, drop them in the chat. Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Desmond Ritter starting at the quarterback, uh, first career start. He's playing against the Saints defense. So, I, Nick, I'm playing the Saints defense in two leagues. Are you comfortable with that? Or are you a little worried about the Saints defense at all? Yeah, I'm good. Like, that's, I'm not worried about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I, I wish I could say I was because, you know, they do occasionally drop that 40 point. Like, where the hell did that come from? I don't like divisional uh, matchups. So I just feel like this um, is one to play. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that I always wonder about is, like typically you won't like in a quarterback's first start or like, like like a bench quarterback when they come in, they have a good two, three weeks and then like it dies down or fizzles out. Um, I think a lot of people were very high on Ritter going into the draft. So it'll be interesting. I think that's going to be more fun for football, but I, I do think the Saints defense, I would hammer that if you had the opportunity. Good luck to you, Kevin. Thanks for joining. Hope to see you next week, Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time um, for our Christmas Eve live show for the second round of the fantasy playoffs. You know who called those playing the Saints D as am I. There we go. I haven't been two leagues, actually. Detroit Lions versus the New York Jets. Mike White is out. Uh, Zach Wilson is starting. Um, Nick, I saw an interesting report yesterday. I forget who it was from, but that uh, Robert Sala is clashing with the front office. Uh, and Sala wanted Mike White to start, and I believe the owner wanted Zach Wilson to start. I don't know. This whole situation is kind of fishy to me, honestly. That is, that is definitely interesting. And I feel like I, I called this on. Is like, I feel like I called this on the show a couple weeks ago that this was going to happen. Well, the uh, I'll give I'll say this right. Like, if you're the owner, you you look at one thing: is your team winning or not? Zach Wilson, five and two, two losses against Belichick. The owner for 20 years has lost to Bill Belichick. You look at uh, Mike White, he's one and two. Um, he lost to Buffalo, who he had already, be- who Zach had already beaten, and Minnesota, which was a very winnable game where we couldn't score touchdowns, which was the same problem we had with Zach Wilson anyway. So it was like, all right, so why, why did we move to the back of quarterback if we're now not winning games? So I, I see the owner's frustration, but at the same time, you got to play the better quarterback and trust your coach. Yeah. All right, from Jacob Ander. Need a PPR uh, wide receiver in PPR. Hollywood Brown, Zay Jones, or Chris Moore? Oof. Take Zay Jones out. Chris Moore, Hollywood. Uh, that is so tough. What do you think? Uh, man, I mean, we busted Hopkins. I don't love the matchup against Denver. Part of me really wants to say Chris Moore, but the other part of me is like, well... Somebody's got to score points for the Cardinals, and it could be Hollywood Brown. I think I would just stick with Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's had two games since the injury, though, and he scored less than he scored ten point six and seven point four. Yeah, for Chris Moore, you're riding off one game. Like, I'll say this, Jacob: if you want like somebody who might hit his floor of like ten fantasy points, go with Hollywood. If you want somebody who's more boom or bust, I think go with Chris Moore. Then Chris Moore yes. gets you three, or he could get you thirty. Depends. Like, decide how do you want to orchestrate your offense. That's up to you. I feel like Chris Moore is the, the player that's going to be the the league winner or the league loser. This yeah, week. I agree. At least for this week. Yeah. Thank you for that, Jacob. Um. 
some new questions here, new people. Again, Saturday, I'm going to keep plugging this. Sorry if you heard it a billion times. I'm going to keep plugging this. 9.30 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not tomorrow. Next Saturday for the second round of the fantasy playoffs. Make sure you join us for that, our Christmas Eve special. Um, he asked why the hate for Zay Jones. I, I, I actually like Zay Jones. I've been a Zay Jones yeah. truther throughout the entire season. I just don't like the matchup against the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys could end up uh, pretty much crushing uh, the Jaguars. Um, I think it could be a really rough one out there. I'd rather play, and he's the wide receiver too as well. Uh, Chris Moore is definitely the wide receiver one, and Hollywood Brown. I still, I feel like he's splitting with Hopkins almost. So um, I, I like their talent and their upside a bit more. No, I agree. Like I like Zay Jones um, now. I think he's a lot more trustable than he was earlier on, but. Um, I, I think it's two, I think like it's tiers to this and like Hollywood Brown is a few tiers above Zay Jones talent level and Chris Moore's production is tiers above Zay Jones yeah. uh, talent level. So it's like, you know, I, I, no, no hate for Zay Jones. I just don't think he's at that level of player and the opportunity and the opportunity and matchup aren't as good as it is for the other two. Yep. From this guy next week, Jets D versus the Jags or Tampa versus the cards. They got to roll the Jets D yeah, They've been phenomenal. Yep. I agree. Thanks for joining the show, my friend. Uh, from Kevin, Green Bay or New Orleans defense? Um, I'm going to give New Orleans a slight edge. I thought about picking up Green Bay this morning. I didn't. I'm going to give New Orleans a slight edge. B- Baker looked good. like, and, and now Baker had a week and a half to prepare like with Sean McVay. He looked good after two days of preparation. Yeah. The Rams roster sucks, but the Packers defense doesn't have stars on it. I think I would lean Green Bay, yeah, slightly. Okay, just because I, I slightly off the bye, two weeks to prep. Defense hasn't been great over the back few. They were a little dinged up though. They get healthier off the bye, and and there's no stars anymore in LA other than yeah. Baker Mayfield, who thinks he's a star, but he's actually a, a, a sucky, sucky quarterback. <laughs> Uh, for my buddy John, thanks for joining John. AJ Dillon or Zonovan Knight in the flex? Uh, Nick, I know you don't love Zonovan Knight, so you can give him your take on that. I'm going to go with Zonovan Knight, though. I feel like he's the running back one over there. Um, the Lions give up the most points total in the NFL, which means that teams should get into the red zone and score. I think they give Zonovan Knight a lot of opportunities to score a touchdown. So, um, But I want you to give your take on this and explain why Zonovan Knight could be a risky play. Um, I would lean AJ Dillon in this matchup. Um, before the bye, he got worked as the RB1. Um, and now coming out of the bye, you can only imagine that they'll probably retool the offense around him rather than uh, uh, Aaron Jones for the rest of the year. Um, and Zonovan Knight, he's got one of the toughest matchups, I think, for the running back position. Uh, he's going up against the Lions, who it sounds crazy to say, but um, they've been the best team against the running back position since week eight. They've played five-star uh, running backs. Um, they've played against Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, Travis Etienne, and Dalvin Cook. All five of them have been held under nine fantasy points. Um, so Zonovan Knight, a running back drafted in the later rounds or undrafted, I don't even remember. Um, he is not going to be nearly as effective against a team that's managed to shut down those studs. So yep. um, he's been very consistent, but A.J. Dillon is the RB1 over there and will take over. A.J. Dillon's the run- RB1 you're saying? On, on uh, Green Bay. He out-touched Aaron Jones by 10, 10 touches. Did he? before the bye yeah she didn't realize that all That's right why uh, from, a lot of aj Dillon questions yes uh from killer is a good starting christian kirk this week um <clears throat> sorry about that he's been very reliable the entire season i think you still start him unless you have another better option on your bench i need to know who your options are but i don't hate the start i don't love it but i don't hate it christian kirk or chris moore who would you start christian kirk he's been reliable okay i could buy that i can't um, trust a texan i just can't yeah um 
from Jacob again, uh, PPR and flex Fournette or AJ Dillon. I think here I'd go AJ Dillon just from the case that you just made. Um, Fournette, I feel like has been uh, eclipsed as the running back one, um, at Tampa. And it sounds like, uh, AJ Dillon's, uh, making the case to be the running back one over there in green Bay. So I'll go with AJ Dillon. I agree. All right. Some more questions. So some more new people it means I plug the live show next Saturday, 9 30 AM Eastern time, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. It's a special Saturday live show for Christmas Eve for your fantasy playoffs. going to be fun. Hope you guys join us there. So some injuries to roll through. Are you good till 10 o'clock about? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We'll go to about 10. Um, we'll keep answering questions and talk about injuries. Make sure you drop a like on Facebook or YouTube. Any way you're watching, share the link with your friends, let them know. Uh, next game, Detroit Lions. Oh, we talked about the, the Lions and the Jets. So are there any Jets players you actually want to play today, Nick? No. <laughs> but what about what about the Jets defense? Lions have scored oh. a lot of points. You don't want to play? Okay, so you're out on that. Um, how about any Lions players? Anybody you actually want to play? No. No. <laughs> I'm being honest. Like the, That's the fair. Only- who I- are you playing? So let's talk about this. You know, there's a lot of people in 12-man, 14s. You know, Garrett Wilson, are you playing him? Let's say you don't have a really solid option. Yes, but Chris Moore, Garrett Wilson, Chris Moore. Okay. Um, let's go to the running backs on Detroit. Deandre Swift uh, or Zonovan Knight. Who would you play? I'd lean Swift. Deandre Swift, Rex Burkhead. Swift. Okay. Ever so slightly. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Do you like, do you even consider benching him? Chris Moore. Not for Chris Moore. Where's your line where you bench him? Let me check. I'll yeah. look at some receivers. I'll see some rankings, and I'll, I'll let you know. I, I I would say Joshua Palmer if one of those other receivers was out, but they're not. What about um Jerry Judy or Amonra? Jerry Judy. Hmm. That one that one's pretty easy for me. Think so? I would play Amonra. Jerry, look who's playing quarterback for Jerry Judy. Let's what see. about Darius Slayton or Amonra? No, then I then I'd go Amonra. Okay. Um. I take Olave over. Jacoby Myers. No, I wouldn't play Myers over. Um, I think Deontay Johnson would be the line. Deontay, I, I wouldn't go. I'd play the. I'd play Amonra over Deontay, and okay. then most of the people under that level, I wouldn't play. Okay. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Carolina Panthers. Um, Kenny Pickett's in concussion protocol, which means that uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to start against the Panthers. And Nick, I want you to speak about the Panthers' defense a little bit. Do you think they're a, a play today? I know you you were higher on them this week. Yes, they are absolutely a play. Um, I have some stats on them, so give me one second to pull. Yeah, it up. of course. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm I, I'm debating which defense I actually want to play in this matchup. The Panthers are currently on my waivers right now. I have um, I have the Steelers in my in my lineup. I think both defenses are good plays with uh, T.J. Watt in there. Um, I don't know which one I want to play. I'm decide before kickoff. Um, over the last four weeks, according to ESPN's, like like if you created the fantasy league today, I know everybody's got different defensive scoring. Yep. If you created the fantasy league today, the settings that they have installed, the Panthers have four games in a row over ten points. Um, that's the longest streak um, in the NFL this season um, of double digit points. Over that four week span, they have forced six turnovers and they've gotten fourteen sacks. That is, a, that is a lot, a lot, a lot of volume um, for that. On top of that, they haven't allowed more than – they've allowed one game over 300 total yards. Yards is a big factor um, when playing your defenses. They only have one game where they've allowed more than 15 points. That was Seattle this past week. Mm. And in that matchup, they forced two interceptions 
and uh, and three sacks, which made up for the double-digit points and held them to under 300 yards. Okay. Now they're going up against Pittsburgh's backup quarterback. I think it is a, a absolute have to play. Okay. Um, I just picked up Carolina and dropped Pittsburgh, by the way, in my Dynasty League. All right. Uh, for New Hukolo, uh Pitt's going to lose and Mitch going to throw three picks. Uh, hope so. I now. agree. Now I hope so. Uh, from Mark, uh, could uh, Dorch be a sneaky ad for deep leagues considering McCoy will most likely be releasing the ball quickly and throwing short passes? If you're in a 16-man or something like that, yeah. I, I think he's a, a, a sneaky, okay uh, ad depending on who's on your waiver wire. No, I agree with that. Um, from Andre, uh, Elijah Moore or DJ Chark, 0.5 PPR. I like this question a lot. I'll go with the better quarterback. I'll go with the team that scored more points throughout the season as an offense. I'll go with DJ Chark. Said back-to-back weeks with over 10 fantasy points. I don't love it, but yeah, those are your options. Those are your options. I would go Elijah Moore purely because I don't think PPR matters for him as much as it does for Chark. Mm-hmm. I think Elijah Moore is like, it, like he's not going to catch five balls for 40 yards. Yeah. Right? Like that's Deontay's line. Like yep. Chark was more likely to catch five balls for 40 yards. Elijah Moore is more likely to catch two balls for 60 and a touchdown. Yep. Like, so the PPR doesn't matter for him then. Okay. <laughs> so for the Steelers game, um, how worried are you about Deontay Johnson, Frymuth, or Najee? Are you playing any of them? Um, I'm still willing to play them if you trusted them this far um, because the talent's there. Najee's been very consistent. Um, he just hasn't been his first-round uh, draft pick that you used on him. Yep. Um, but I think he's only had two games under 10 points this season. Um, which is very solid considering most other running backs don't have that. It's just there's not, not a lot of ceiling. So I, I think if you trusted them to this point, you still trust them in your lineup. Yep. Uh, DJ Moore also with an ankle injury is questionable but expected to play. I am not trusting DJ Moore in my fantasy playoffs, though. Yep. Agreed. Dallas Cowboys versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Only injury here is that Trevor Lawrence is questionable with a toe injury. I'm sure he's going to play, though. No doubt in my mind, really. Um, I mean, we, we spoke at ETN the entire show that we don't really love him. Um, I, I don't love Trevor either. He's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback, but I don't I don't love him today. So if you have another option, I play another option over Trevor. Um, as for the Cowboys, I mean, I think they're all pretty solid plays. Um, I, I think I, I, we, we busted Evan Ingram, so let's speak about him a little bit too. Um, I know he had a really good game last week, but the Cowboys are the fourth toughest team against tight ends. Evan Ingram's been uh, inconsistent. He had three games under 10, and then he boomed the last two weeks, so I just see that inconsistency coming back. Um, but I, I think that Dalton Schultz is a really great matchup. Uh, Jaguars have given up the sixth most fantasy points to tight ends. Um, Dalton Schultz, since Dak came back, he was almost on our all-boom team, Dalton Schultz, for tight end. Um, yeah. Since Dak returned as his quarterback, and remember, you, you, you dra- or, or since Dalton Schultz came back from the injury and Dak, um, you drafted Schultz to be his, um, you know, his, his quarterback. Um, in five games, he has three of those games are over fourteen. Um, he's averaging over five targets a game, and he has three touchdowns. So I think Schultz is a good play today. I agree. Uh, for Andre again, Driscoll or Frymuth tight end position on Yahoo. Um, play Driscoll. We answered something like this earlier. I'd rather play the quarterback that has more of the upside. I'd play Fryermuth if Pickett was the quarterback because Pickett targeted him more than any other quarterback on Pittsburgh. That I agree with. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I would roll out Driscoll. I do, I do like the idea of playing a quarterback at tight end. You pretty much super flex. Yeah. And, and if the if they're getting absolutely walked, there's no way that they're not going to pull out um, Davis Mills. So yeah. if they pull – Mills, that means Jeff Driscoll is going to play the second half as a quarterback. Yep. Okay. Um, 
New, let's see. Uh, next game, last of the 1 o'clock. Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans. Brandon Cooks is not expected to play. I don't even know if it's an injury, if it's a personal matter. I feel like he gets released at the end of the season. Like He's, he's not going to be a Texan next year. Uh, Nico Collins with a foot is also out. Kadarius Tony with a hamstring is questionable. He is expected to play and make his return after a couple uh, couple weeks. Um, so let's see. Is Chris Moore in that question? No. Okay. I'll put it up here. Uh, from TT Warrior, Ron J. Stevens. Uh, he also just subscribed to the YouTube. Thank you for that. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. I, I did get the, the alert on my phone. Ramon J. Stevenson, son of a night, or Chris Moore. Opponent had Justin Jefferson and Kittle, so needing a home run play, not an okay play. To me, that's more. Um, Nick, you've been, you've been talking about the whole show, so why don't you talk about it? So why you believe he's a true boomer bust play. So I, th- I think that Ramon J. Stevenson and son of a night can hit their projections, but I want you to speak about Chris Moore. Well, Honestly, if I'm going with any of them, it's still Ramondre Stevenson. There's no Damian Harris. If he's healthy back there, he's going up against. You think Chris Moore? You wouldn't go with Chris Moore though as a true boomer bust if he ne- really needs a boom game. Uh, what's it called? Um, Chris Moore last week got 22 points, did not find the end zone. Um, Ramondre Stevenson since week three has one, two, three, four, five, six games over 20 points. Um, he has only one game under. 13 points. So I will absolutely trust Ramondre Stevenson over Chris Moore. Um, but Chris Moore is absolutely has a shot to be a home run play. I think he needs to be rostered um, immediately and the he rate- should be played. There might, maybe if there's someone else that you can pivot him over, like one of the tougher decisions, like give us the rest of your lineup. The Raiders have also given up the ninth most fantasy points to running backs and the, they gotten better against receivers a little bit. They've 12, but yeah, that, that could be a good play. So I'll agree with Nick. I, I, th- I think Chris Moore is another home run boomer bust, but yeah, Stevenson, I, I think you play him if he's healthy. I um, do so th- really like him this week, though. Like, so but thanks for the, thank, Stevenson yeah. is a hard yeah. guy to bench. Thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the subscription. Thanks for joining. Um, so for, for you new people in here, we do have a Saturday live show next week. It won't be live on Sunday. going to be Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time for Christmas Eve on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. From Bill Ammon, PPR, Evan Ingram, Darren Waller, or Okanawu. Um, I don't want to play Evan Ingram. Don't like the matchup. Okanawu's at two solid weeks, but if, if he has a third one, I will have more confidence in him. But two, not really. I think we'll go with Darren Waller. I mean, you drafted him for a reason like this. The Patriots defense is good against everything except tight ends. When it comes to tight ends, um, they, they, they're like 12th. So they're about middle of the pack. Everything else, they're top five. Um, So I will play Darren Waller today. I agree. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about the Chiefs game now. So we, we, we I just mentioned the injuries. Um, Nick, you're all in on Chris Moore, basically. Um, we really like Pacheco. Um, said earlier, Texas have given up the most fantasy points to running backs. Four straight weeks at over double-digit fantasy points for Pacheco and four straight weeks over 65 um, <coughs> rushing yards for Pacheco. Um, and it should be a positive game script. He should you know, have a rushing touchdown, should have a lot of workload. Um as the game progresses and they're up a lot of fantasy points. So Pacheco is a good play. Um, Kelsey, obviously you start home should have a good game. Uh, you like Chris Moore a lot. Um, what about Rex Burkhead? You're, you're playing Rex Burkhead this week. So why don't you speak about Rex Burkhead? Well, I mean, it's quite simple. Damian Pierce is out. The Texans are going to have to pass to get back into the game. Um, and, and at the beginning of the year, Rex Burkhead was easily the one of the easily the number one pass catching back on the team. Uh, I don't think anyone has eclipsed him in that. He's expected to have um, the highest projection per ESPN out of all the running backs, so he might get some workload in the rushing game as well. Um, But he's really going to make his mark in the receiving game in a game that they'll probably be down by um, a lot early on, and it gives him a lot of opportunity to catch some balls and get you into your matchup. 
Bill, just saw your subscription to us on YouTube. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. So thanks for that. Um, from Andre, you guys trust a banged up Ramondre Stevenson versus a DJ Chark or Elijah Moore on the flex? I do because if Ramondre Stevenson is out there, if Belichick's putting him out there, then I think he has some confidence in him and, and using him. He's been the bell cow for Bill Belichick. No Damian Harris this week. Um, DJ Chark has a nightmare matchup. You don't want to play receivers against the New York Jets right now. Last week, you know, they faced the Bills. Um, Stephon Diggs and... Uh, um, and Gabe Davis. And if, if your fantasy playoffs was last week and you had Stefan Diggs, you probably lose. He only had six fantasy points. He's been the best wide receiver on the season. Maybe Justin Jefferson eclipsed him, but um, yeah, he, he's been, he's been, he's been great. Um, the Jets defense is the second best one against wide receivers. The Broncos are number one respectively, but again, they, they've been great against uh, fantasy wide receivers. So I, I just don't want to trust him. And DJ Chark, he might not be the number, number two over there. I know the last two weeks he's been, he's been spectacular. Um, you know, a, a total of um, 13 targets, um, he has close to 200 receiving yards, a touchdown. Um, he's been great, but Jamison Williams is back. He got going last week. So Jamison Williams could be the number two over there now. Um, and Elijah Moore, he hasn't had a game over what 10 fantasy points the entire season. I think you have to play Ramondre Stevenson if he's active. If he's not active, I think you play DJ Moore. I mean, on DJ Chark, uh, Nick will play Elijah Moore, but I, I think you have to trust the guy that's like Nick said, had seven games over 20 fantasy points this season. Yep, and and since week three, he's only had one game under thirteen points, and that was the game he got hurt in. So yeah, so 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 right. So he 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 he's been consistent. He's been a model of consistency, and is having boom weeks. He's everything you want in a fantasy football running back. And I was not hiring him before the year. Like I was, and I dropped him on my dynasty. Wrong. I was yeah. an idiot for dropping him by week three. So yes, we'll play him. From Oba, need help. Darren Waller, Pat Frymuth, or Jeff Driscoll for tight end. Um, we just said play Jeff Driscoll over Frymuth. I don't think I could do Waller, though, because I think Waller could get to the yeah. end zone today. I'll play I Waller. Agree with that. I play Waller. From Austin, he's a Bengals fan, got the Joe Burrow uh, profile picture. Bam Knight or Chris Godwin, uh, play Chris Godwin. If you're a Bengals guy, I, I think it's going to be a good game today, but then Godwin could really gobble up some targets. I know the Bengals are good against wide receivers, but he is Tom Brady's favorite target. He's a PPR machine. He's a better Julian Edelman. Um, he should have a good game today, I think. I think you play Chris Godwin. It's half PPR, by the way. Totally agree. Yep, cool. All righty, guys, some new viewers here are going to plug it again. Uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time next Saturday. I know you're tired of it. You've been listening for most of the show, but I apologize for that. But I want everybody to know about our scheduling change next week. It's going to be a Saturday live show, not a Sunday live show. For week 16, um, Nick did the great graphic. It's going to be Saturday, 9.30 a.m. for Christmas Eve. It's a special. Yay, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Um, okay, let's talk about the rest of these 4 o'clock games and skedaddle out of here. Arizona Cardinals against the Denver Broncos in the backup quarterback bowl. Uh, Mr. Limited is out because of a concussion. He took that really nasty hit last week. So Brett Ripien starting for the Broncos and Colt McCoy starting for the uh, Cardinals. Yucky, 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 yucky. Um, yeah. Is Cortland Sutton still out with a hamstring injury, by the way? Um, man, I still trust Jerry Judy. He's been, you know, really consistent. So I think I'd still play him. But aside from that, um, we also have Dulcich on our all boom team. Um, we like Dulcich because the Cardinals have given up the most fantasy points, two tight ends throughout the entirety of the season. Um, we've been booming tight ends against Seattle and Arizona the entire season. Um, in his last two games, uh, Dulcich has had eight targets in each of them and 40 receiving yards in each of them. And Sutton was out, so he should be the second receiving option. Um, Brett Ripien should lean on the tight end. Um, and as for the Cardinals, they played uh, 13 games, I believe, and a 13 or 14 where we yeah 13 games um and 11 tight ends in those 13 have scored double digits against them you're, you're, you're betting on house money it seems like so i would play greg dulcich um any other starts or sits for this one i know we have a we have a cardinal on our all all bus team um yeah i mean we're not a fan of uh of hopkins this week um 
tough to say, but the Broncos have been the best team against the wide receiver position. Um, and now he's going to be shadowed by Patrick Sertan all game. Who's been the number one corner um, in the NFL. The only corner, but the only wide receiver that's had a good fantasy day against him was, uh, was Devonte Adams. So the Hopkins is on that level, but he shut down numerous, numerous, <laughs> numerous receivers. Um, I'm not, I don't think we can bench Deandre Hopkins cause that workload is so guaranteed, but, Last week in a tough matchup, he only scored 13 points to Colt McCoy. So don't expect the monster game that you've typically seen. Okay. Have some more questions in the chat. Thank you, guys. Happy we stayed late. Hector, uh, Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, Mixon, or McKinnon start two. I'll take McKinnon out of this and make it easy for you. Um, the Bengals have figured out a rushing attack. Um, I forget what Mixon's number is last week. I want to figure it out. But Samaji Piran had like three straight weeks with 19 fantasy points. Mixon at 12 last week. It's a tougher defense and a low-scoring game. I think their lines really figured out how to run the ball at this point. Um, so I think you have to lock in Mixon. You drafted him high. And now this is really tough because Pollard's been the better back this year. If, if you redrafted halfway through the season, like – do you draft Tony Pollard over Alvin Kamara? I think it's very possible. I mean, in his last one, two, three, four, five games, he's had four of them under 10 fantasy points, one over 10, only had 12. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's easy for me. It's Mixon and Pollard, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. Kamara's been super bad as of late. He is totally benchable for a lot of players. Um, where Tony Pollard, I don't think that there's <laughs> – I don't think there's really many people you could debate benching him for. Yeah. Like you would need Christian McCaffrey, um, Austin Eckler, and then like some massive flex star yeah. for you to yep. bench him. Like there's no way you could bench Pollard now. Yep. It's been way too hot. I'm with you. Yeah. From Gustavo, Olave or Juju wide receiver two full PPR. <clears throat> go with, oh, I'll go with Olave. Um, we have him on, on our all boom team here. Olave uh, against the Falcons. Uh, Falcons have given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. Olave had over double-digit fantasy points week one against the Falcons, and he was the third. He was a wide receiver three at that time on the depth chart. Um, him, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Thomas all had over ten fantasy points that day. Uh, man, remember Michael Thomas? That was a thing. Um, since week one for Olave, he's only had uh, he's had no game under five targets. He's only had one game under double-digit fantasy points. I feel like he's the only like star wide receiver that's done that. Like even Jefferson hasn't done that. Diggs hasn't done that. Um, <clears throat> he's been really consistent. I'm also coming off the bye, so they did have two weeks to kind of retool things and figure out what they want to do in this offense. So I like Olave. Yeah, I mean, we're both all in on him. Uh, from Luca Magic, nice to see you, Luca. Cards or Saints defense both play backup quarterbacks. I, I've been shouting the Saints defense for a couple weeks, so I'm going to play the Saints defense. Yep, I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, Andre, Packers, New Orleans, or Carolina defense. I think you're going to say Carolina, but I'm going to say New Orleans. Um, they've been really solid the entire year going up against a, a, a first time starting quarterback. Um, the coach of the, of the uh, Saints is the, it was the defensive coordinator for many years. So he's the defensive minded head coach. I have no worries about the defense over there. I think they'll have a good game. But why don't you speak about Carolina to give them another option? Sure. Um, I'll give the quick stats. They have four straight weeks in with ESPN scoring. If you set up a league today, whatever ESPN's standard scoring is, everyone adjusts it. Um, they've had, 10 points in four straight games. That's the longest streak um, in the NFL this year. Um, on top of that, uh, they have not allowed more than 15 points in all but one game over that span. They have 14 sacks over that span and six forced turnovers. They've only had one game allowing over 300 yards in that span. So they are currently the hottest defense in the NFL. It's because it's the Carolina Panthers that were fading them. And now they have a matchup against Mitchell Trubisky. So 
Um, a lot of turnovers there to be had. One of the worst offensive lines in football. They've had a minimum of three sacks in each of their last four games, so that's another three points there. And Pittsburgh does not get in the ball down the field. Najee Harris doesn't break away big plays. Deontay Johnson catches balls within 10 yards. So if George Pickens lights up the defense, that's the way that that's the only way that they allow a lot of yards, a lot of points, and don't turn the ball over much. And that ain't going to happen. Coup in the dome or Bagley versus Jets in the cold lines might rely on him a lot here. I actually picked up uh, Badgley in, in like two leagues, but play Coup. He's so good. He's, he's just a great kicker. He's a great kicker. Yep. Scores a lot of fantasy points. Play Coup. You're welcome, Gustavo. Thanks for joining. We appreciate you asking the questions. Uh, from Killer, New Orleans or Kansas City defense? Uh, Kansas City is my number one ranked defense off the waivers that you could get uh, this late. So play Kansas City, I think. Um, yeah, really that's solid. fine. Um, all right, guys. So thanks again for that. And um, we have two games left to talk about. But again, for you new viewers, we're doing 9.30 a.m. next Saturday, not Sunday. So we're not doing 8.30, doing 9.30. So we sleep in an extra hour. Um, Christmas Eve, going to be a lot of fun. We have 11 games on Christmas Eve to speak about. We'll talk about the Sunday games as well. Help you set those lineups for your second round of your fantasy playoffs. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't forget about that. Okay. Um, Patriots and the Raiders. We've spoken about this game a lot, I feel like. Darren Waller and Renfro coming back. We've said that Waller's a good play. Um, I think Jacoby Myers is a fine play coming back from the concussion. I don't hate that. Um, Jacobs, you have to play him, even though we don't love him. I'll talk about him, how he's on our all-bust team, and how he's going to lose me two fantasy games today, probably. Uh, Pats are the second-toughest defense against running backs. It's been really tough throughout the entire season. Um, and, and, you know, Belichick takes away the number one option for from teams. Belichick's going to take away Josh Jacobs. He's going to force Derek Carr to beat him, and I don't think Derek Carr is going to beat him. Um, so, yeah. Um Anything else about this game that you want to kind of mention? I know you've, you spoke about Damian Harris a bit. Yeah, I feel like we talked about um, this game a lot, so we're good. <laughs> okay. Tennessee Titans versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Ryan Tannehill with an ankle's good to go. Mike Williams with an ankle's also good to go. He had a monster game last week, and Traylon Burks with a concussion is out. Um, I, I said that Mike Williams had to be on our all-boom team this week. Titans have given up the most fantasy points, two wide receivers throughout the entire 2022 season. Um, and his first healthy game back from his high ankle sprain last week, six receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and back-to-back -back weeks, the Titans have allowed two pass catchers to go over double digits. Um, the week before, it was uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And last week, it was uh, Jerry Judy and Greg Dulcich, I believe. Um, they've allowed 14 touchdowns to wide receivers in 13 games played, which is a lot. Um, and... Uh, Mike Williams has played eight games. Five of them have been over 19, so he has a very high ceiling. He could hit that ceiling today. So I think Mike Williams is a really good play. I think you play Keenan Allen today. I think you play Garrett Leverett, Austin Eckler, um, Herbert, obviously. Uh, if you have Chargers, I think they have a really big game. As for the Titans, um, the Chargers give a lot of points to running backs. They give up – the Chargers give up uh, – let's see, the fifth uh, – I'm sorry, sixth most fancy points to running backs. So if you have Derrick Henry and you need him to have a big game, Derrick Henry should have a big game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who's your favorite play of this one? Any plays you don't like or you're worried about? No, I think we haven't gotten a lot of questions about this one because I think it's very straightforward um, yep. for good reason. It's it's Herbert, it's Keenan Allen, it's it's Mike Williams, it's Austin Eckler, and then on the other side of the ball, it's Derrick Henry. You're not playing either defense. Like, I think it's the most straightforward game of the week. Yep. Um. I, I mean, what about the tight end? Uh, I, I can't pronounce his name. Chigagosium Okanawu. I'm, I'm just going to call him uh, Albert O of the Titans. What is it? The Titans? The Albert Titans, O of the yeah. Titans. That, that's who it is. Yep. Um, no, I'm not trusting him. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I, I know a lot of people like the two-game stretch. I'm not trusting Random him Titans have the two-game stretch. Like it, yep. it, it happens all the time. Yep. Okay. And lastly, uh, not lastly, two more games. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hayden Hurst is out with a calf injury. T. Higgins with the finger. Uh, 
I'm sorry, Teagans with the hammy, Tyler Boyd with the finger. Uh, both wide receivers are expected to play. Are you playing either of them today? I have Higgins. I'm very worried about it because I, I've always said it. The hamstring is the one injury in the NFL where it does affect your play on the field. Yep. Like, like constantly. And, and mm-hmm. it's very possible what happens last week happens again. Um, I have Chris Moore in that league, and it is the biggest debate that I've had all week in my head. Um, but I can't bench T. Higgins. Like, I won't do it. And I know I'm going to get screwed over by a bangle when I finally – trust them oh probably oh it's going to happen yep this is going to be the bangle that screws you so i think you should play chris moore everybody else will say to play t if higgins I but play you should chris play chris moore, moore t higgins is going for 27 like, so can you do that can you do that because i have t higgins in a league like no nick we ride and die together baby yes prime time ff pod <sighs> um if, 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 if you're in a 16 man league or something and you have to play tyler boyd i don't hate it either um i think it's gonna be a very offensive game i'd love to know if tristan Wirfs is playing or not um I think the Bucks have to explode on offense. We'll see if that does happen. But I am playing Brady. I am playing Chris Godwin. Um, don't play either defense, please. That's probably a bad idea. Yep. And I say that, and then it's probably going to be like a 10-3 to 3 game or something. Um, Giants versus the Commanders. It's a pretty healthy game. Um, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson were off the injury report. Saquon was off the injury report. Um, I think Saquon and Slayton are plays. Um, Chase Young's not playing tonight, which is a pretty big deal. There was He was trying to play. He's not. Um, I'll also play Terry McLaurin and I'll play um, Brian Robinson and I don't hate Heineke I told somebody the other day to play Heineke over golf I, I or maybe it's over somebody that. else who was it I forget who it was somebody responded to our, one of our tweets and I told him to play Heineke over let's see let's see if I could find it just so you could weigh in I'm not a fan of Heineke but over Jared Goff absolutely it might have been golf let's see who it was um <clears throat> Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see Do you see. imagine it's Kirk Cousins? I Tua. I told him to play Heineke over Tua, and Tua probably had a pretty decent game. I don't know what he did, but. I don't know the stats. From let's see, I'm going to pull it up right now because I, I was very worried about the snow game. Tua had 18, so that was probably a bad take by me. Uh, uh, it's not a great game for Tua. Yeah, I guess. We'll see we'll what see. Heineke does. Okay. Um, Andre says, Sleeper has the Packers ranked 15% higher than the – New Orleans Saints at 12% and way higher than the Panthers at 4%. The Mayfield effect. Mayfield looked good on Thursday night under two, you know, I know the Raiders defense isn't great, but he only had two days of preparation and he didn't look bad. So I don't know. Nick really loves the Panthers defense. Um, I, I also wouldn't go by rankings or by any experts or anything like that because a week ago in my dynasty league, um, I had DJ Chark slotted in until uh, 12.59 p.m. And I started looking at Fantasy Pros and Rotowire, and I compared DJ Chark and Joshua Palmer, and I played Joshua Palmer, and I don't have the buy, and now I'm probably going to lose today. Um, so don't go by rankings or anything. Go by what you trust in your gut. Go with your gut. Um, from Ed Enotos, Barkley, Pollard, James Conner, Pacheco, and a non-PPR. Go Barkley. He's your star. He's been solid. He has a decent matchup against the Commanders. We did have him on our bus team, but I'm, I've kind of flipped on that without Chase Young out there. Um, I, I like Barkley this week, if not Pollard. I Connor's would rank Saquon Barkley number third on this list for me. Really? I would go Tony Pollard one, Isaiah Pacheco two, Saquon Barkley three. All right. I, I read out the stats earlier. Let me just give them one more time as a quick refresher. Yeah. Um, for the last five ga- last six games for Tony Pollard, 22-24, one bad game at eight against the Giants, 37-22-34. Um, I remember that three-week stretch where he was an absolute monster. If you paced it out over the entire course of the year, he would have broken the 
the running back record um, or the fantasy record for most points ever scored. Yep. Um, now, has he kept up with that pace? No, but he has not fallen off that much further. Um, over those three weeks, he has another four touchdowns. He's had monster volume in the receiving game during that stretch. He's had very good run- usage in the running game. So Tony Pollard has had one of the highest ceilings in, in fantasy football um, over the, the course of the year and one of the higher floors. I don't see that there's a way that you can bench him. All right. I, I would rather bench Barkley, as crazy as it sounds. From Killer, Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers, play Herbert. Awesome, awesome matchup against the Titans this week. Herbie. From Blind Larry, DJ Chark or uh, Chris Moore? I'll play Chris Moore. I don't like DJ Chark's matchup at all. Totally agree. We talk about it the entire show, yeah. Um, all right, so any other comments on the Commanders and the Giants for you? Um, no, I, th- I think, you know, you could look back to two weeks to what the players scored, and you got to assume that they're going to do something similar. Um, yep. All right, well, thank you guys to all who joined our uh, Week 15 live show, first round of the Fantasy Playoffs. We're going to wrap now. Um, if you have any other questions, drop them in the chat, and we'll answer them literally up until the minute or the second I press end broadcast. So keep dropping those questions if you need to, but I'm going to wrap up and give some plugs. If you enjoyed the show, let your friends know about it. We do a live show every single weekend. This is when it's going to be next weekend. It's going to, uh, you know, it's normally on a Sunday. Next week, of course, it'll be on Sundays, but um, we're doing Saturdays the rest of the season for the next two weeks, starting off at next Saturday, Christmas Eve. It's a special. Nick did a great job on the graphic. Nine. 30 a.m. Eastern time, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter uh, right here. Hopefully we'll see you guys uh, next week for that. 9.30 a.m., not 8.30, so 9.30 to 10.30 slash 11. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really do hope you guys come out for that and we can help you um, with your fantasy questions. Um, If you enjoyed the show and you're listening on YouTube or Facebook, please drop a like. If you're on YouTube, uh, drop a subscription to us. You know, um, If you're on Facebook, uh, drop a like on the page. Um, we'd appreciate that as well. If you want to keep connecting with us throughout the week, we do four shows during the week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. They aren't live. They're available on all audio streaming platforms, though. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Um, please take 30 seconds on iTunes or Spotify. Drop a review. Uh, put a five-star rating. We'd appreciate that. Um, if you want to keep watching and listening to the show like you did today, YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Um, Ed and Toast, thank you for the subscription. I just saw that. Thanks for that. But um, you subscribe to us. Um, like any video that you see on our YouTube throughout the week, we'd appreciate that. Uh, keep connecting and interacting with us on social media, primetime FF pod on Twitter, TikTok, and uh, Instagram, then Facebook and YouTube is primetime fantasy podcast. Blind Larry, I saw your question. You might be the last question of the day. Um, Darius Slayton or Chris Moore? So I'll tell you this I think Slayton's the guy. If you want a solid 10 points, 10 to 15, I think he's a solid 10 to 15. If you want a boomer bust, then Chris Moore's either getting you. Five points or 20 points. Yep. Um, I don't think there's an in the middle there. So uh, if you want the boom bust, go with Chris Moore. If you want the solid, uh, you know, guaranteed workload, go with Slayton. 100% on board with that. Take. If you guys have any other fantasy questions, we'll be answering them on our Twitter, our Facebook, and our YouTube. We'll post a graphic like we do every week. Um, so you could drop those there. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for the questions. Best of luck today in your first round of your fantasy playoffs. Hopefully we advance and we will talk to you tomorrow.